welcome to the Straight Cut. I am Aaron Shuttleworth, and today is a special episode because we are meeting the new co-host of the show that you know has been around for a while. And Steve has gone to bigger and better adventure things out there in the world, so congratulations to him. But now we have somebody filling in his shoes, and you know, couldn't be any better. It has a good buddy of mine, one we've ha- talked to a couple times before, and I've t- always talked about. Nice to have a soccer friend finally on the show. <laughs> but now we have Mr. Mark Langenfeld. I am so glad you're here. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. I'm, I'm excited about this and looking forward to uh, a long run uh, of us talking about a million things, uh, including soccer. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, you know it, it's something that it was a... It was a trying time figuring out what, you know, the show was going to become, what it was going to do. You know, it was a lot of sleepless nights, me and Mo talking, just going over a bunch of things. And it was actually Brandon that came up with the idea, you know, came to me first. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's really busy and stuff like that. But then then you came up to me and I was like, you serious? All right, let's do this. So, yeah, I'm, this is a, a first of all, I'm super excited to be a part of this. Uh, I know you and Steve have a had a special bond on mm-hmm. this. Uh, Steve's a great friend of mine as well. Yeah. And you two really made something here and I'm looking forward to you and I doing the same. Uh, Brandon, or as I refer to him, B is a good friend of mine as well. Yeah. And when he approached me, uh, I did have to look at my schedule, but, uh, I, this is a lot of fun and I'm, I'm super excited about, uh, about, you know, having interesting conversations about a variety of topics. Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. Most importantly, cigars. But uh, trust me, uh, we will not just discuss <laughs> no, cigars. No, this is not going to be just, you know, it, <laughs> it's not just a cigar show. It hasn't been for the past, you know, six and a half months. It's been cigars with a sprinkling of everything else. It's like 40% cigar, 60%, you know, bullshit. But that's yeah. the that's the best way to put it. Yeah, um, that's my specialty is bullshit. Oh, yeah. So we should do we should do awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, what's nice is like you know we've always had so many good conversations, whether it be comical, deep, stupid, whatever. Yeah. Now there's a platform for people to actually hear the stuff. But yeah. you know, I'm excited for the where this show is going to go. It's a whole. It's not even a different chapter. It's more like a different book. Get a new one. Going to do some more exciting stuff. Get more listener involved. Travel more. You know, really branch out there, go to festivals, stuff like that. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that. But the main thing is that we're still at, you know, West End Cigars, still the home shop for me. I still work here. You're a, a member here. Um, so now we're actually filming in the members lounge in our new club chairs with an actual member. Yeah. And so it's, uh, it's a good thing to go. But let's uh, tell everybody what we're having tonight. So we're having the uh, Tatawahe Monster Edition Chuck. Um, this one just came out on the market. Um, this is the full size Chuck. Um, the Chuck and the Tiff came out, you know, same time. These were the last two to come out as the full size. So I'm really excited to have this one. I've only ever had it in the Skinny Monster Pack, yeah. um, and it was. If it wasn't my favorite one in there, it was one A. Yeah, it was between that or the Frank or something. But that Chuck is a, it's a really really good one, and we'll dive into that. Um, you know, later on in the show and everything, but this one, this is more an introduction of meeting you, having all the listeners, um, you know, just figure out who you are because everybody here knows who you are. Uh, you were on episode 10, our live show. Yeah. Um, it was nice to have you. So you've been out there. People have heard you before, but we're just going to get to know who Mark is, who's a, who's sitting across from me right now and who everybody at this shop, you know, loves and enjoys talking to and everything like that. So, 
let's just get to a start with a few basics wherever you want to start at. We'll just okay. uh, go from there. Yeah, first of all, I, uh, the the Chuck is one of my favorites as well, and I I, I, I want to do that. I'm a Tataway guy, and I know oh, yeah. we're going to talk about some of my favorite cigars. And I agree with you about this being one or one A. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the the, the monster or skinnies mm-hmm. that came out. They were so hard to get yeah, um, when yeah, they came definitely. out, and I'm super excited. Uh, we just had a Tataway event in the shop, and uh, this was the box box purchase that i made was the was the chuck did you get the chuck yeah and i'm i'm trying uh very unsuccessfully to not burn through them (laughs) super quickly um and it's one of my faves it's just it's strong yeah um but it is it is a thumping uh winner um so i'm looking forward to smoking that one uh tonight uh, with you yeah um yeah we we just lit them up and we're you know a quarter of an inch in yeah we're just a little bit into them and it is uh it's Starting as expected, very well. Mm-hmm. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely get into it. We'll so. get into the blend and everything. Yeah, um, yeah I know. I know you're a Tatawahe hey guy. I am. So am I. I think you actually got me. So we're both members of SNS Club, yeah, Saints are. and Sinners. I think I got your. You, you did. You, what you? What is it like? You you can give one away or you whatever. Nominate somebody every yeah, year. Yeah. And we finally got Brandon in. We did. So I think we got all the. We got everybody who's been trying to get in for the past whatever four years, I yeah. guess. So now I've actually told. Uh, you know, I've got like a couple people looking for yep. mine to give away now. Now it's just like, all right, who's the highest bidder? Let's right. uh, <laughs> let's start the, let's start the bid at uh, one box, and right. then we'll go from there. Steve Steve actually nominated me a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. so I'm grateful for Steve for that. And uh, now that he's done that, we can let him leave uh, Little Rock. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna miss Steve and, and Kaylee for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Kaylee is my favorite Garland. Yep. I want to say that clearly now. I think she listens to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because she'll kill me. Yeah. And, and we're going to have him on. He'll be back in town every yeah. six weeks or so yeah. like that. And I'm looking forward to hooking up with him in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I know he's moving to Atlanta. And I'm looking forward to hooking up with him in Nashville to go see music concerts. I'm a huge live music person. I'm looking forward to discussing music with him. Uh, I will continue on the uh, quest of of converting you into good uh, Southern rock music uh, since you live in the South. And I, I know that, we that's, worked on that a little tonight. That's, that's <laughs> I know it's a long battle, but we're going to get you there. I, I, you know, we're sitting back here, you know, we got a new, new sound system back here and everything. And you're, yeah. we're playing some stuff. I'm like, all right, whatever. But then there was like times when I was like, is that my foot moving? Stop. What are you, <laughs> what, what's going on? I win eventually. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm going to win eventually. So, but like you are a music guy. I'm a huge music guy. Yeah. I've, I've seen a couple hundred concerts, 250 probably through the life. And my wife and I go to live concerts all the time. We love live music. There's nothing like that. Um, watching an artist doing their thing on stage. And I, I'm just uh, inspired by mm-hmm. the, that, the artistry and watching it live. I, I love music too, but uh, that, that live thing is, is very much uh, very important to me. So, yeah. 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 It's a, it's a, I, Music is big on me. We're yep. just in a in a couple of different uh, genres. You know, genres. Yes, <laughs> right, <laughs> absolutely. Yep. But on a uh, on cigar wise, yeah. um, you're older than me. I'm 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 significantly <laughs> older than you. I'm 53, um, so I proved that I can live to 50. So yeah, I'm gonna yeah. check that box that you don't so haven't you, checked yet. So you probably had your first cigar before I was even born. Or thought oh, well, I had my first cigar uh, in the uh, late 90s. Uh, oh, late 90s. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I <clears throat> I, I smoked uh, other things, not cigarettes, but other things, and I won't define what that was before that. Were they Were they funny cigarettes? Yeah, they're oh, funny okay. cigarettes. Okay. They're becoming legal now. Uh, before that. Um, and, and I smoked, uh, off and on, uh, through college and various things before that first 
you know, what I would consider premium rolled cigars mm-hmm. uh, as a young adult in, in the 90s. And okay. um, it was a Custa Ray 898. Okay. Bought it from a tinderbox in Springfield, Illinois. I remember it very distinctly. Um, and we smoked it in a bar at the mall in Springfield. We were going on our very first trip. Back when you can smoke in malls. Back, back when you could smoke so in I, malls. I, I at least remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's back when you could do that. Uh, we were going on a trip to Vegas, so we bought a mm. sock, box of cigars to the guys, um, and we smoked in a bar there, um, and that was the first cigar. None of those other guys, there were six of us who went, and uh, none of those other guys continued smoking, and, yeah. but I fell in love. Um, and became uh, a front porch smoker by myself um, and, you know, would, would go down to the tinderbox and buy cigars or, or find other ways to get cigars. Found a local place, a, a brick-and-mortar place. Mm-hmm. It didn't really have a smoking lounge, but I, I smoked on the front porch. I had a little plastic chair, and my wife uh, tolerated it and, and fell in love with, uh, you know, Custa Rays and Fuentes mm-hmm. and, and real mild cigars. Yeah. But I remember that, that first Custa Ray 898, as a matter of fact, uh, my uh, online AOL uh, password at the time was 898 because I stole that from the Cooster <laughs> 898 that I uh, first smoked um, <clears throat> and enjoyed the scar. It was a very light bar- body smoker for mm-hmm. a large por- portion of that. But I remember um, remember that cigar very well. It was... Uh, was a it was a a, a Churchill mm-hmm. um, because you know when you're a new smoker you just want something that looks impressive in your mouth yeah uh, not really for anything other than that yeah uh, there was a local cigar place uh, that did really well with box sales and uh, we'll talk about the cigar shop that I was eventually part owner in um, but they they you know they sold the heck out of those Fuentes and and uh, a lot of their you know the, the those products and so. I smoked a lot of those early on. Yeah. So like a lot of other people who, you know, live in Little Rock now, you're a transplant yeah. just like me. So you're you're a northern you're a northern boy, right? Or what, well, do you consider north or is it still yeah, Midwest? North. I, I grew I was born in Bloomington Normal, which is central Illinois. I spent most of my life in central Illinois. I lived ten years in Chicago, uh, or Chicago land as yeah. it's referred to, Wheaton and, and Woodridge in, in, in Chicago. Um, and that's certainly uh, the first uh, winter I lived in Chicago was one of the worst winters they ever had. I remember them bringing in, uh, you know, uh, construction equipment to clear the snow out so we could drive through the cloverleaf <laughs> and all of that. Um, but yeah, we consider that the north. Mm-hmm. Um, lived up there till about five years ago, four and a half years ago, when we decided that winters were um, kind of no fun. They suck. Yeah. They suck officially, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we moved down here, and we have, we haven't regretted it. So. Yeah, you've been here four and a half years. Now. Yeah, yeah, you've been here. I guess you've been coming here as about as long as I have. You you probably yeah. here uh, just a few months yeah. more than me. Uh, but we came here. We came into West End at relatively the same time. Yeah, I think so. pretty much right when it opened up. So we, you know, we're part of the OGs. That's you know, it's yeah. definitely been in this shop and everything. It had been open about six months when I first came in. Paula and I weren't yeah. sure about Little Rock, and we were looking for a cigar shop because we knew that would be important for me to find a community yeah. down here. And uh, we found PNT, and we really liked PNT, which is another local cigar shop, but it doesn't really have a lounge. Yeah, it's more or less like we a liked union. those guys a lot. Yeah. But then we stumbled in here and met Brandon and Red on that first visit. Mm-hmm. And Paula said to me in the first five minutes, I said, she said that I think Little Rock's going to work out for us. And, yeah, and, yeah. And it certainly has. It's been awesome. Brandon and, and Red in particular were so um, gracious in that first visit. That's one of the things I love about the cigar community and mm-hmm. these lounges in particular is 
um, you walk into a place and it's like instant friends, right? Yeah. You have people that you just sit down and have a conversation with. I, Red is still somebody who I sit down with next to uh, right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's like uh, somebody who I've known for 50 years. He's yeah, just yeah, one I of mean, the nicest guys ever and somebody who I feel comfortable with. Uh, um, I felt comfortable with instantly and I still feel comfortable with today. Mm -hmm. And it's just, he's like an old friend. Yeah, he was he was probably one of the first tier of, you know, regulars that I met too. And, yeah. and I knew that I would fit in just well because... I mean, within like 10, 15 minutes of me meeting him and everybody else, like they were dicking with me. I'm like, yeah. all right, I think I can, uh, I think I'll right. be able to fit in, fit in here just well. I think the second question he asked me was, okay, who do you pull for? Right. <laughs> so we were discussing, we're swapping sports teams. He was uh -huh. making fun of the bears and we were, we were cool. And I know you and I is, is great as we get along. We have the uh, baseball problem amongst us. Yes. Yeah, so I, <clears throat> my, my new co-host is now a avid St. Louis Cardinals fan, yeah. which yeah. I mean, as a Royals fan, it sucks, especially now that I have your former manager, which... Yeah, no, it's a great pickup for you guys. That would be awesome. <laughs> I love I love how, like, uh, I'd even find out, like, through ESPN or whoever. I found out from you. And, like, I could feel the smugness coming through the text. Because, like, yeah. it was just, like, it was just, like, words that you're sending me. Not even complete sentences. Like, all right, congratulations, manager. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not a manager. I'm like, whatever. And I'm like, what? And you just send me a link. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> he goes, that, I think you said, that sucks. And my reply was, yep. Yep. <laughs> so we, you we, and I have a history of short texts together. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. Um, so you, 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 you mentioned that you were part owner of a shop. Um, talk about your life as a, you know, as a former shop owner. And now you're yeah. as a consumer now. Yeah, so um, we were we, there was a shop up there called Sar there is a shop up in Springfield, Illinois, a great shop called C Cigars for Aficionados, uh, and it was run by a local businessman up there, uh, an attorney. Uh, it was a great shop. It was well laid out. Had a couple lounges. Had a humidor that was really well laid out and, and done that. And it was just having problems. It was not going to make it. Uh, and there were several of us that um, <laughs> were about ready to lose a place to smoke. Mm -hmm. And um, that's a problem when you're in the north. Now, in the south, you can smoke in December in yeah, your porch, yeah. in your garage, and all that. Up north, that's a problem. Yeah. And so we uh, we banded together, chipped in money, and we bought it. Uh, and so um, we, uh, we, we, you know, it was a tough negotiation, and we went through that. But there was uh, several of us who went in. There was three or four of us who ran the business. I probably did that for five years. You know, it was a tough negotiation. We got the business back underway. Uh, got it profitable, not hugely profitable, but uh -huh. profitable. Um, we were fortunate to have a really good manager, Robert, uh, who ran it, a, an older gentleman who is super knowledgeable about cigars and running business. Um, and so I, I did a lot of the ordering and, and the, the managing of the humidor for the early part. And um, Nick Chichel ran the finances, uh -huh. and we had some other people who ran other parts of it. Um, and we turned it around, and we made it profitable so that it could stand on its own. Um, it was, um, I'm, a, I'm a corporate guy, mm -hmm. so I run healthcare uh, projects for state governments. I've done that for 25 years for a long time, mm -hmm. and I'm, um, I'm successful at doing that. I'm not wildly successful, but I've done it, and mm -hmm. I'm okay at doing it. Um, so I've not run retail business. Retail, you have. I know you have small business experience, mm -hmm. and so 
I didn't. And so we learned a lot. Um, I tell stories about getting up at five o'clock on Saturday mornings and spending the first five hours before the, the shop opened at 10, working on point of sales, mm -hmm. working on the humidor, working on a bunch of stuff that you just don't know you have to do running a small business. And we figured all of that out. When we bought the business, the register was run out off of a, a keypad calculator and those sort of things, and there was just no controls. Mm -hmm. And so we went in and did all of that. Um, it, it was hard. It was a lot of work. Running a small business is, um, is challenging oh, yeah. because unlike yeah. corporate America where you have an HR department and you have an accounting department, you have a marketing department. You, you have more stuff to fall back on. Everything, know, you, yeah. everything is your responsibility. So the three of us had to worry about all of yeah. that, plus all the personalities and, and, and management of the resources of the people who work in the shop because we couldn't run the register because we all had day jobs, right? Yeah. So it was it was a challenge. Yeah. One of the hardest things, and Brandon and I have talked about this, Brandon's done a remarkable job at West End, and I've, <clears throat> I've conveyed that to them, to him, and hopefully he, he understands that uh, I'm sincere with that, is really getting good staff in mm -hmm. a shop. And so when I go to a shop, the first thing I look at is the people behind the register. One of the things I love about West End is the top-notch people that work at this shop. So when I look at you and I look at Josh and I look at Steve when he was here and I look at Dougie Fresh and I look at all of those people, not only the top quality people and you can trust them because that's mm -hmm. a big deal. You're trusting people to be there when you're not there. But the quality of people, when somebody walks in the front door, the way Josh greeted me tonight when I walked in tonight, hey, Mark, how are you doing? What would you need? You need help. Understanding when to walk in the humidor with somebody mm -hmm. and when not to. Yeah. You guys do the, that exceptionally well here, and that's not something it's hard to teach, and you gotta trust your people to do it well. Um, and those are the, the nuances that you really don't understand in a business if you don't run a retail shop. And so we had to figure all that stuff out. Now, we were blessed in Springfield in mm -hmm. Cigars for Aficionado because we had Robert who understood a lot of that, and he did that. And we had great secondary people. You have one manager, so you have Doug, Fry, Doug, Doug Groves here. Mm -hmm. Um, and he does a great job at managing this. But you have the secondary people like you and Josh who are working part-time. And so, you know, that manager has got to be instructing those people and getting them to do that. And so he, Doug does a good job here, and Steve did a really good job, and mm -hmm. Robert did a really good job. If you don't have a good first, it's tough. Oh, yeah. And a lot of retail cigar shops are run by a manager. One person works all the time. Yeah. That's really hard. Yeah, yeah. And just, just just the owner. I mean, I mean, that's how Brandon was expecting. It was He was just going to yeah. be him for, you know, the first year or whatever. And then he realized, I, I can't I, do that. I, I, I got I to have help, you know, and everything. Right. And I will say, you know, we both travel quite often. Yeah. Um, you know, and the main thing when we go to a new city or whatever, because we've, tra hell, we've traveled together. And we always go, to, I always go to a different shop. I went to a couple of shops in KC, you know. That's the main thing is what I want to look for. I don't care what the shop so much looks like. I don't care about the humidor because I'll find something. Even if yep. you have 100%. five cigars, I'll find one in there. If you have 500 cigars, I'll still find one in there. But the people who run it, that's the main thing. If like I want to feel welcomed, you know, and thankfully every shop that I've been to more than more than likely, yeah. I've I've gotten that yeah. I've got that feel like, you know, you're, you're welcomed, you're warmed, you know, welcome in, have a chair, you want a drink, you know, what do you need? I mean, I've, we've, I've been blessed at least by, you know, with my travels and finding, yeah. finding everything. And, you know, we'll, you know, we can dive into your travel aspect because you've been around, been around. Lo a lot of different places and everything <laughs> <laughs> like that. Um, but let's, uh, let's touch on this cigar, uh, right here. So 
like I said, we're having the, the Tatuaje Monster Edition, the Chuck. Um, comes in one size. That, well, the one size that we're having, the full size. This is what we're having. So we're having the 5 and 7 eighths by 52. Now, like I said, this is the uh, these these two, this one and the Tiff, were the last of the Monsters line to get the full size release, um, which I'm a, I am a huge Lancero ho. That's the nicest way to put it. I will do stuff for Lanceros. Um, the the Chuck Lancero, absolutely amazing. The full size, man, this thing just brings so much to the table with it. Um, it's an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler, and these come out of the uh, the My Father factory down in Nicaragua. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm, I'm a Nicaragua guy. Yeah. Where are you a Nicaragua yeah, guy? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and we're both, like we said before, big Tatuaje fans. Um you know, SNS clubs, you know, whenever you're a member of a specialty club that like you can brag about. Yeah. I mean, that just shows you how much of a fan we are of, yeah. of the cigar. Um, and we were also lucky enough to get the dress boxes for these two. Have you seen that? No, I've not. So we're, we're part of the lucky. You're holding out on this. Yeah. We're part of the, well, instantly Brandon took them and put them away. Um, Good. but yeah, Not we got bad. the dress boxes. So they're like the puzzle pieces that go together and everything. Yep. It's really cool. Yep. Um, but this one really nice, uh, nice kind of like a, a dark chestnut color on it. Um, yeah. Uh, veiny, but not really oily, but, it, but you mm. get a lot of that richness that you would expect coming from, you know, this Habano wrapper, the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler. And especially out of that, the, my father factory where, I mean, they just produce gold after gold after gold out of that factory. And I think compared to the mini, which is what I'm going to do, the, mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, a, it's got a lot more complexity to it. It does. It, it does. It, it, um, the, the mini is still one of my faves, but it's a little more straightforward. It's just sort mm-hmm. of between your eyes. What I like about this is there's, there's a little more richness to it. It's a little more complexity. Mm-hmm. I like this cigar more than the mini, largely because there is that complexity. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more to this, mm-hmm. um, which uh, I was wondering about. Yeah. And I was a little nervous when I bought the box that, oh, it's just me a bigger uh, a version of the mini. Well, with the mini, you get a lot of, it's a great one, it's a great flavor to it, but with it being that Lancero, yeah. you just get a lot of that wrapper. You yep, get that that's exactly a lot right. of that single note, yep. whereas this one with it being bigger, you know, more everything notes. comes to play. That wrapper, that, I mean, the binder and filler, you know, yeah. It's more of it is to the party, and it definitely it definitely showcases. It's a um, not not too spicy. It has some really nice spice, a little roastiness, cocoa. Yeah. But this is right here. Um, I mean, definitely in my wheelhouse. I love this style. Um, what's your is this your go to now? You said you start off with a lot of lighter blends and everything. Yeah. Well, no, what's I'm, your What's your go to now? Tatua is my go to. The single cigar that is my go to mm-hmm. is the. Uh, and I forget how uh, Gary described it. The, the Cajona is, is, yeah. is, is, is my go-to. Um, I agree with Gary uh, about that. That is one of my go-to cigars. Um, I spent the month of June, July, and August uh, trying to smoke you out of Tatuajes. And you almost did. Because it was funny because <laughs> I was like, man, I didn't realize Mark. I mean, I knew you liked Tatuaje, But every time I came in here, I was like, man, he's smoking another Tatuaje. It's, it's right, good to have like, life goals. Yeah. <laughs> so... I, I fixed the goal and yeah. I went after it. Yeah. Um, um, so, so the Cajon is, is definitely one of mine. And I, I like all of them. There's a couple in there that I like better than others. Mm-hmm. But um, this monster is for the last, since the event has been, has been one of my favorites. And I'm actually smoking them out of your humidors and trying to save the ones in my <laughs> locker. 
but um, but uh, I'm a big Perdomo guy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for my go-to cigar, I'm big on. Um, I like smoking a broad range of stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, for the last three weeks or two weeks, this has been my go-to cigar. Yeah. 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 It's. I mean, it's a. <clears throat> It is a it is a great one. I, I I had this when we first got them. I guess a couple of weeks ago for the uh, for the event. Unfortunately, I you know I wasn't for here for the event. I was on the radio yeah. doing another gig, yes, <laughs> another fo- football thing. Um, I heard it was great turnout and everything. It's amazing, it did mm-hmm. stuff good. Did you know everything that we needed to. I wore the Saints uh, Centers and Saints. Uh, yeah, yeah, we oh, Saints and Center shirt, and they they recognized me. I. Um, they were very nice. The, the event was really phenomenal. We, you guys have had two phenomenal events back-to-back. It was mm-hmm. different than the Drew Estate event, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, because Drew brings in a different crowd. Yeah. Um, but it was really phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So, so we actually had much. Dan and KC from Tatawahe, Latelier, Le Michon. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, – and it's – and it was – it's uh, I forget which one is his brother. It's Pete Johnson. One of them is Pete Johnson's brother. Yeah, I don't um, it's the – on the poster – you think it's one of them because it looks just like them, but it's not. It's the other one. That's why I was confused. I'm like, when yeah. uh, when Brandon or Doug was telling me that, I'm like, oh yeah, that's him right there. Yeah. He's like, nope, it's the other one. I'm like, you knew it, you tricked me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, see how it is. It was uh, it was a great event. Scully yeah. cooked a great barbecue. We had we had an excellent time. It was uh, it was fun. But I I've been enjoying this cigar. I tend to uh, uh, when I when a new cigar hits my palate right, and this mm-hmm. is one of those. I tend to smoke several in a row just yeah. to confirm that uh, yeah. I truly am in love with it. Yeah. Uh, and then I tend to back off it a little and let, let the ones that are in my locker age or yeah. in my humidor at home age. Yeah, I think we share a lot of the same similarity in cigar, cigar and everything. Um, do. Do you retrohale? Uh, I don't a bunch. Okay. Um, uh, uh, largely because about seven years ago, I had surgery on my pituitary gland. Uh, and they had to do surgery on my sinus through back through my sinuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I don't do it uh, a bunch, but I do on new cigars a couple times to get those extra notes. And I do it, uh, I do it occasionally, um, <clears throat> but I'm always a little nervous about doing it a bunch because it inflames those yeah. scars. Well, and I just did one on here. And this as you can a, see, my eye is watering just slightly. Oh, I thought you were crying because you love me. <laughs> that's a, that's another, that's another one. Um, <laughs> so, so you and I, we've been pretty good friends for quite a while. We've sure. shared some really cool stuff. Well, we have. We've shared some awesome you stuff. You are a huge Manchester United fan. Glory, glory, Man United. Glory, glory, glory. We went to uh, uh, was Austin, no Houston, Houston, Houston yeah. together to see Manchester United, Manchester City. Crush man, we we saw Manchester United crush Manchester <laughs> yes, City, yes. which for the record has not happened since. It hasn't <laughs> happened since. But I think, I mean, that was one of the coolest trips I've ever, oh, I've awesome. ever taken. I mean, just seeing, you and I and Will, uh, yeah, was just awesome. It was seeing because we parked so far away and we had like a mile and a half walk. Yeah. But then when you turn that corner and you just saw the stadium and you saw the banners flying, it was, really it was like. This is amazing, and then just seeing the sea of red everywhere. Yes. And, you know, we went to the cigar shop beforehand and yep. did that, and did everything with there. So it was, it was cool. Um, but it's one of the one of my favorite stories that involves you and I was our special date that we went on. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm going to tell everybody out there now where yes. this is how I guess open the show is going to be. 
Okay. Um, <laughs> so a cigar shop opened down Hot Springs, the uh, the humidor. We wanted to check it out and to go, you know, see. About 30 miles yeah, south. Yeah, about 30 miles south of here and what I call Hot Strange instead of Hot Springs. Yeah. Um, I love Hot Springs. If Hot Springs too. was closer, I could definitely live in Hot Springs. I love, yeah. I love just that bohemian yeah. feel and everything. I love that city. My absolute favorite pizzeria is down there. Yeah. But we went down there, wanted to check out the new humidor or the, the new shop called The Humidor. Really cool, really nice. I know they listen to our show and everything. So Yeah, it was really a nice shop. I loved it. The setup is beautiful. Yeah, nice long really bar. Cool. Um, the open windows mm-hmm. and the bar, it was great. Yeah. They've got a really nice setup. Yeah, I it was like cool. Place. So we're sitting down there, you know, smoking the cigars. I, I think we both got something that we've never had before, just watching TV and everything. And yeah. it's getting about 6 o'clock. And I'm like, man, I'm really hungry. Are you hungry? You're like, yeah. I'm like, hey, right across the street is a great German restaurant. Yeah. I'm like, you like German food? You're like, oh, yeah, I love German food. So, all right, cool. Call up there, made a reservation. We walk across, across the street, and we're there. Place is just full packed. I mean, it is a busy. This is like a Saturday night. I, har- I hardly ever have a Saturday night off, so I spend it with Mark. Um, <laughs> and we go down there. I'm like, yeah, I had a uh, reservation for Shuttleworth. And they're like, okay, yeah, let me see. I'm like, okay, your table's almost ready. We're getting ready. I'm like, all right, cool. Then right then was like the the music act for the night came by. And it was just a small little lady and everything. Had a violin case. I'm like, oh, cool, violinist. All right, that's cool. Um, and then the host is like, all right, Mr. Shuttleworth, your table is ready. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Violin starts playing, and we're walking the corner. I see this. We see. I see. I'm, I see it first. This table dead center of the floor smack dab in front of the stage no more than like four feet away <laughs> with a candle and a single rose i'm like Plus. nope that's not our, that's not my table she takes us right to it i'm like you gotta be shitting me <laughs> it just it was, it was really- so funny because it's like two big guys right in this tiny little table yep. staring smack dab in front of this uh, violinist playing like all these sultry french love songs and everything nice. i was like all right this isn't too awkward. I mean, we're like, screw it, whatever. So we get the food and everything, which, by the way, amazing. if you like charcuterie board, Oof. oh, one of the best charcuterie boards I've ever had. Yeah, it was uh, amazing. The pretzel was amazing. Food you was know, great. And we're being serenaded by this. The love songs by, were amazing. By this violinist and everything. She made out like a bandit, though, because we tipped her well. Because we were like, yeah. all right, we, we're sorry we made this so uncomfortable yeah. for you. Here's like 60 bucks and... uh Thank you for the nice date. Right. So we come back and we're like, hey, there's a cupcake place. I know I got to get cupcakes for the wife. You had to get cupcakes for your wife and everything. So when we come back and <clears throat> Mo's like, how was it? And I was like, I just had the really nicest date with Mark. It was <laughs> like like cigars, a candlelit dinner, and we got cupcakes. It I was mean, awesome. It was, and, I th- and we held hands the whole night. It was sweet. <laughs> like <laughs> I, could, I couldn't wait to like tell everybody to the shop because they knew how, how we, were go- we were going there to check it out and everything. And like, how was it? I'm like, it was a good date. It was, top, <laughs> it was top three days. Yeah, it was it was real good. And like that's how I just love how like I just can like dick around and everything. Yeah. And it's just funny and just I don't know, maybe dick around is not me not the right <laughs> word not, to use. Probably but, poor choice yeah. of words, but but uh yeah, but that's just how our friendship is yeah. is based and everything. Yeah. Because we're both transplants, like I said before. We have, you know, common interests. You know, yeah, we we're do. both Manchester United fans. I think when I found out that you're not. You were a United fan. I was like, dude, I'm I'm a United fan. Yeah. And then we found out some other ones, and like, we're up here like six in the morning on Sundays we watching are. United by ourselves. You know, getting eating sooner rolls, smoking cigars, watching United. But, you know, traveling to you know ten hours away to watch our team and everything. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, those are always the uh, the f- the fun fun trips I, that I've enjoyed, and yeah. we'll be doing that again. Hopefully, hopefully we'd actually make it to you know you know Old Trafford. To that actually would be watch awesome. a game. That's, Old Trafford would be great. 
I know when I know like on episode ten when we talked about you know where do you want to smoke a cigar the most, Old Trafford would be, you know, the destination for me where I want to where I want to smoke one. I've always wanted to go over there, go to Ireland, go to Spain, mm-hmm. but uh, England in particular to go watch a, a soccer match at yeah. Old Trafford. I think it would be awesome. And smoking a cigar in one of those pubs or oh yeah near nearby, and then going to go see a match would be uh, would be really spectacular. That yeah. day, that day, you know, and uh, that date, yeah, that was really <laughs> nice. You know, the funny part was the awkwardness of two two. Fully bearded guys <laughs> at a mat at a, t- a table for two with roses and, and yeah. I think light. I even like I even grabbed the rose. I'm like, okay, you can go on the floor, right? The candle. I'm going to put was, you out. It was awkward, but the the conversation was was awesome all day. There mm-hmm. is um, there is a connection that uh, you do share with friends who who share things. That mm-hmm. was it was it was awkward for a moment, and then we 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 enjoyed. The yeah, and then we're like, screw it, screw it. So like, There's you know, nothing you can do. Yeah, so. and then it, it all kind of ties in together. Why I'm telling this story is because of what this show is now. You know, when I knew that Steve was, you know, advancing on with his career and his life and everything, I, the show wasn't going to end. We were going to try to keep it with me and him, but the just logistics and the and just everything about it, yeah. we just figured it. You know, as much as I would love for it to to work. You know, realistically, we we both knew that it it it, it couldn't carry on. Um, sure. You know, thankfully enough, we'll be able to have him on. You know, whenever well, he comes I, back and everything. Hopefully, yeah. I'm um, looking forward to that. But the one thing when I started looking for a new partner was, I don't want a yes man. I want somebody. <laughs> you know, one of the best things with with me and Steve was our dynamic because yeah. we didn't agree with everything, and just like you know, with with you and I, we. We're kind of, you know, this is the closest thing to what me and Steve had is going to be what you and I are, are going to do. Like we, we, sh- we share a lot of same things, but then we, we, we differ on a lot of stuff, on a lot of stuff as well. And yeah. that's what I really wanted was I, I didn't want somebody to come in here and just to agree with me and I didn't want to agree with you and right. you know, it's all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to what, you know, the show is going to be coming. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've got big plans. Um, we do. We, you know, we got sit downs. We, 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 we've done a few meetings and everything about yep. what we want to do. We, you know, we've, you know, bounced stuff off, off each other. And yeah. so far we've both come up with, uh, you know, good, good ideas and everything. And, yeah. uh, I, I last a couple weeks ago, you know, I was able to travel up to KC, which <clears> I really <throat> liked. I, I heard that one today at the office, uh, while I was working and listened mm-hmm. to your, your interview of that young man up at outlaw and I forget his name. So Jacob, I Jacob, Jacob. Yeah. He was fascinating. I was, I was really, uh, uh, the question I actually asked, so I'm, I'm going to veer here a little bit. The mm-hmm. question I actually asked you in episode 10 was, what's it like to be a young man mm-hmm. in an old man game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, I'm 53. And so I, I, I'm, I walk in here and I know what it's like to be an old man mm-hmm. in, in this shop, right? 53 is not young. And so uh, when I sit down with the older guys, you know, I connect. And so... Uh, I was fascinated. He was a he was a really cool kid, a uh, young man. I yeah. shouldn't say kid, and I apologize to you, Jacob. Um, but I enjoyed the heck out of that interview. Yeah. I thought, uh, not that I would ever go to Kansas City because the Royals are there. But if <laughs> oh, I, but if Ooh. I did, I would want to go see the smaller Outlaw because I've heard of Outlaw cigars. So that years. was actually my first time at the at the there. That's the original location. Yeah, I've really always been to, to see him and meet yeah. that. Meet him. He's boy. He's he's a he's on fire. I I thought he was great. 
and I loved hearing him talk, and mm-hmm. I'd really like to meet him. I was um, no, he he was he was real cool, and, you know, and you know, learned stuff, but n- not shitting you when he gave me that dossier that he had. Yeah, that sounded cool. Oh, like, I, I was see that book. I was super impressed. I was sitting there flipping through it. I'm like, I got to get on my game. <laughs> like, right. like this. Like I love this your is, question. Is this every cigar you smoked, or is this this is just singles? This is like the first one, right? And the first one, he goes, no, this is the first one, and I'm thinking, wow. Yeah, I mean, okay. it was it well was well played, a, sir. It was a <laughs> Thick, thick book. Wow. And uh, it was cool because we both smoked something that we've never had before. Yeah. And it was absolutely amazing. So I actually bought, I think, one or two more uh, that he had. Um, but it was really good. Yeah, but that that is what, you know, I want to be able to do more and everything. And I'm go- not want to because I'm actually going to do it. And we're both going to do it. You know, yeah. we're going to travel up to Oklahoma or, you know, if we go – to Kansas City or St. Louis and, yeah. you know, watch a game or yeah. back down to Houston to watch, you know, soccer or, you know, yeah. wherever, yeah. whenever we travel, you know, we're both, um, you know, you really like Vegas. My in-laws yeah, uh, stay in do. Vegas, you know, you know, go out there and check that place out and everything. And Absolutely. So we have plenty of, uh, plenty of new things on the road, on the horizon awesome. for us. That's great. Um, I thought <clears> that interview was great. You got, you did real, really well, but I wanted to say, a shout out to Jacob, who I thought mm-hmm. was um, exceptionally interesting, and, and I thought he was great. And it was fun f- shooting. So, like right now, we're shooting right now. Yeah. Shops closed. Nobody's here except you know Josh and Mo is sitting in the corner. Hey Mo. Hey Mo. <laughs> um, but shooting live in a shop, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be too loud, too noisy, too everything. You know, it was just fine. Um, so everybody listening, also let us know how that was um because i think what you is i already knew what i heard because i was there for it um you know let us know if there's a shop and you want us to come to uh, i know we have places all over the u.s that yeah. listen to us Love to see um it. by the way picked up two new countries today didn't know if you knew that picked up kuwait and south korea i think we know the south korea i'd be interested i'd be interested who was who was there those are two new countries. I think yeah. I'd love to hear from both of those as to what it is. Yeah, uh, who's, I'm, I'm, who's I'm, there? I'm, I'm wondering if like uh, Kuwait is maybe army base or something yeah. like that. But either way, yeah, just let love us to know. Hear from you. Yeah, um, yeah, traveling that's definitely on the engine and everything. Yeah. Yeah, this is your technically your second time on the show, but it is. Um, one thing we've always asked everybody who's on here, whether no matter who it is, yeah. we always ask the most memorable cigar. Everybody. That is one of the questions that everybody enjoys hearing because everybody has a different um, story, a different yeah. uh, background, a different experience. Yeah. So, you know, the mic is all yours and tell us okay. about your most memorable. Okay. So, first of all, um, I this is my favorite part of the show. I know when I heard your most memorable, mm-hmm. which was around the state championship, mm-hmm. um, and I knew that I gave you that cigar. Yeah, you gave me the, uh, what, it was a, uh, so, was it the, 70, the 75th? 75th, yeah. and I gave it for a personal reason to yeah. me, something you did for me, and uh, that touched me. And so I love hearing that, for various reasons, you hear people say birth of a child or a sad moment mm-hmm. or whatever. And so um, I think it tells you something about their life. And mm-hmm told me something about, I know you spent 15 years broadcasting those games, and mm-hmm. I'm leading up to my story, trust me. I, this is, you're all going to learn this. I tell stories around the bend sometimes. Yeah. So, um, and I think that does that. And, I, and I'm going to tell the story um, of something that impacted me. So, my wife and I were involved in the shooting in Las Vegas. And so, 
we've struggled with that. It was a um, obviously a very traumatic event, event event for us. And you know, when we were there, we've gone to Las Vegas. Paula and I were married in Las Vegas mm-hmm. um, almost twenty five years ago, and so we've gone. 40, 45 times. We go to Casa Puente all the time. And yeah. I, I know the people there. We'd go for a week, a couple times a year, and I'd sit at the bench there and smoke a cigar every day and have the coffee and then drink mojitos and Hemingways. <clears throat> really love Las Vegas. It's a great city. Uh, I gambled, uh, and sometimes I don't gamble, and sometimes we'd go see shows. And mm-hmm. I'm a huge country music fan, so judge me if you wish, but I'm a huge <laughs> country music fan. I love. A lot of stuff. And we went to the Route 91 Harvest Festival. And <clears throat> that didn't, uh, as I say cheaply and I don't intend to, didn't turn out like we planned. Um, and it was a tough. And yeah. um, and so we went back the next year for closure, close, closure healing, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, so we went. And one day I walked, we walked around the event site and we... Went to the Healing Garden, and I had, two weeks before, you had, I believe, an Ashton event here. Mm-hmm. No, you had a Davidoff event here. Okay. And Garrett Calhoun is the rep, mm-hmm. uh, a good friend of mine, a good yeah. friend of yours, one of the, I think, truly great people in this industry. Um, and you had a raffle, and I won a pretty high-end cigar. And he's going to be mad because I don't know exactly <laughs> what that cigar yeah. was, but um, a really nice... I think Spectre, uh, he'll correct me on yeah. that. Um, but it was really nice. And I put it aside and said, a special moment. And that yeah. night, uh, at the end of dusk, I went on the top of our timeshare in Vegas and smoked it um, at our timeshare where you could see the shooting site. Mm-hmm. And I smoked, thought about the 58 people who died, the 500 people who got shot, all my friends who had suffered um mental injuries all Mm -hmm. the people i'm very active in the community i Mm -hmm. donate uh, money and time to the people who struggle with that event or other shootings um um, and so that um that scar um you want to and i make jokes of everything and i don't meant ever intend to make light of serious events Mm -hmm. but it's the only way i deal with stuff yeah um, I, nobody likes when the fat guy stands on top of a building and cries and smokes a cigar. And there were people who were really uncomfortable that night. But I, I smoked what was a uh, amazing cigar given by our one from a good friend mm-hmm. um, and um, cried for about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Cigars are more meaningful than that. Yeah. Um, and uh, that cigar... You know, other things will happen and cigars will rate. But in my life, I hope um, that cigar is always at the top of the list because um, 58 people lost their life that day. And, uh, you know, that cigar was for them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when that that happened, um, you know, I'm I'm an early morning person. I get up super early. Um, so I'm at, I'm at work and everything, getting stuff ready for the day yeah. and I'm starting to see, you know, the news ticks and everything. And I'm like, holy shit, Mark is there because I yeah. mean, it's the route night route 91 festival. I mean, you talk about it all the time and yeah, you're just I was like, so excited for that I mean, festival. it's all your favorite, all your favorite, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> Eric church was there. Everybody. I mean, yeah. 
Like when when you you you'd give yourself a discredit when you say you're a country fan. You are a country fanatic. I mean, fan yeah. you yeah. know comes from the fanatic, but you you take it the next step. You yeah, I do. are immersed in the country world, and yeah. you know that is a that was a big showcase for yeah that we have been fired up for about six months. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're and you were constantly I mean, the week before you're excited. You can't you can't wait to go and yeah. stuff like that. You're 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 showing me the itinerary. The, the, who else playing? I'm like I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> And I'm like, you're, okay, you're not going to convert me, but yeah, I'll, I'll hear me you. That's awesome. I can't, you know, yeah. I know you're ecstatic because this, you, you, you've done things like this before and everything. Yeah. So I'm sitting at my desk and I'm just getting all this news. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I know Mark's there. So it's like, it's 4.30 in the morning. So it's what, 2.30 in the morning to you? It was. So I'm texting everybody. I know nobody's awake and I don't give a damn. I'm texting everybody. Yeah. Has anybody heard from Mark? Has anybody heard from Mark? And nobody's responding. I didn't have Facebook at the time. I, you know, started a Facebook account, started, you know, trying to find you, yeah. contact you anyway. I'm sending you text after text after text. I'm like, damn. I'm like, I'm getting, I'm not, I'm not worried so much. I'm more pissed because I'm like, damn it, Mark, just text me back something. Right. I don't give a shit what you text me back. Just text me something. And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm talking to owners. I'm not, I mean, I'm not working at all. I'm like, I'm, my mind is so far gone. I'm just pacing back and forth in my office and I'm, I'm texting Mo. I'm telling her what's up. You know, she's wanting to be, you know, kept in loop and everything. I'm texting yeah. Steve, Doug, Brandon, nobody's heard anything. And finally at, uh, man, it was probably six o'clock my time. So yeah. like for your time, yeah. you just send back like two words. We're good. And I responded, thank fuck, because that is all that mattered at the time. Yeah. <clears throat> now I'm going to get all choked up. Uh, so that was all that mattered, because I was so, like I said, worried, but I was like, damn it, just text me back, you son yeah. of a bitch. Do whatever it takes. And then I got that. I was ecstatic. I know I don't think I worked the rest of the day, but I was like, we're good. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so, but But it was funny, because I was like... My humor, that's what it is. I yeah. am I am foul-mouthed, I'm dirty, <laughs> I'm everything. So I knew that, like, I couldn't just say, good, I'm glad. Right. That's that, because, because, honestly, that's what came across my mind, my heart, everything right then right. was just those two words. And I'm, I'm going to apologize I'm, to your mom now because I know that's <laughs> yeah, the first yes. time you've dropped that so, word Sorry, mom, I know. But, I mean, at the same time. So, so we had uh, so just a little story so that you understand why we we didn't respond. And I don't know that you had and I had talked about that. Mm -hmm. So we had uh, we had uh, when the shooting happened, we we dove underneath the bleachers, yeah. and uh, we we eventually ran, um, which a lot of people did. And so we I mean, were, so so give it to I mean, so everybody listens. So you're just not you know bullshitting when you're like you weren't just at the show. You were actually. In the thick of it, I mean, people yeah. around you, you saw... So we yeah. were fortunate. We Paula and I, we don't have children. So we, we were in the VIP section. Mm -hmm. So Paula likes private bathrooms. So mm -hmm. I've called my wife out now. <laughs> um, so um, so we were in the VIP section. And and so people know that was on what, what a friend of ours who was at the concert called the shooting side of the, mm -hmm. the event. Um, so we were on the shooting side. So we were on the strip side. So the people who were unfortunately where a lot of the uh, shooting happened um, were right in front of us yeah. in, in our section. And so when the shooting happened, we were standing and I was uh, getting ready to record Jason um, um, record singing a song mm -hmm. uh, uh, when she says baby. 
um, which is one of my favorite Jason songs. I, I love Jason. I, he's one of my favorites, although Eric Church is my guy. Yeah. But um, And probably nobody's a country music fan, but I'm an Eric Church guy. I've seen him four times this year. But he... Um, so I'm getting ready to record him, and I have a video because I got yeah. – because at the time when we thought there were fireworks, which is exactly what happened, I got confused, and I accidentally hit record. So you, I have a video where you can hear the bullets, um, the shots being fired. Um, and I dove on top of my wife, and then they yelled, get under the bleachers. We got under the bleachers. Um, you could hear bullets hitting the bleachers above us. Um, you could hear screaming and, and all of that. And then at some point they yelled, they yelled run. Mm -hmm. And when we heard, uh, while we were running basically across the venue, we could hear shots continuing being fired. Um, and uh, <clears throat> we could hear more rounds. He, um, the, he stopped for a while and then he continued to shoot, but there were still bullets being fired. Now, I, I don't know, I didn't hear, while we were running, we didn't hear shots around us. Yeah. I think he was actually shooting at the strip at that point, but I don't know. Um, there was a time where I was fascinated with that, and now I'm kind of over that. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, we um, we know someone around us was one of the 58s, yeah. and so um, that's been hard for me because it, it very well could have been me. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, funny story, I tell this, and I uh, just it's the way it is. Uh, we we got up to run, and we took about 15 steps, and my wife realized that she forgot her phone. Um, and she realized that she had to go back and get it. <laughs> and I, I did not respond perfectly to, in that moment, as, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, but she will still defend that yeah. today. But then we ran across basically uh, where he was shooting originally yeah. and saw people who were um, probably didn't make it. Yeah. Um, we got out the other side and helped people into trucks, and we saw a lot of blood. We saw a lot of people who had been shot who probably did make it. Mm -hmm. um, and then we... We're locked down in the MGM Grand for a couple hours, um, and that, um, and then we walked back with the phone in my pocket, where my my wife, who has runner's asthma, really got a bad asthma attack, and that's why I wasn't responding because mm -hmm. I was focused on Paula. We got back in the room, I put the phone down, and was completely focused on Paula, and that's why I didn't yeah. respond. So I apologize. No, I know, I know, um, I know. A bunch of people were scared, including my uncle and a bunch yeah. of people who, who said that. And then when I picked it up and started responding to people and. I've told Aaron this, um, uh, the, the way I knew it was Aaron who replied and not Mo or someone else was <laughs> the exact response. Um, um, you don't know how many people love you and care about you and who you matter in people's lives mm -hmm. until people, um, until people uh, tell you that. And those moments are those people, or when people tell you that. And, one of the things that I've done since then is, and I'm sure Aaron, you've seen this, is I, I tell people I love them all the time, mm -hmm. and I love you, yeah. um, because uh, tomorrow's not guaranteed. And so, stupid way to get reminded of, of something like that, yep. but, uh, but you do. Yep. And uh, another funny story. I, uh, like I said, it's not a funny night, and uh, people's lives were changed horribly, some permanently. Um, is I'm under. Uh, I'm under the bleachers, and I have my phone because I'm an idiot. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, <laughs> I posted on Facebook, uh, WTF, because I'm um, smart like that. Yeah, was looking for Facebook to figure out where the shooter was yeah. because, of course, Facebook knows everything. Yeah. I don't know if you know that, Aaron, but <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. Always uh, watching. And Dougie Fresh responded to me. Hey, what's up? Very cheerily because <laughs> yeah. Dougie's always helpful. Yeah. 
And I said, uh, there's a shooter at the concert. Can you tell me where he's at? And Dougie says, I have no idea what you're talking about. Once again, Doug, uh, not that helpful in that moment. Uh, he says, well, there's nothing on the news. And I said, well, can you keep watching yeah. and tell me where the shooter is? And, of course, uh, there's a delay in real time. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah. But uh, he was not helpful. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, you know, uh, a couple things that I do always tell people out of this. Um, first of all, um, tell people you love them because yeah. – um, tomorrow's not guaranteed. The second thing is um, depression's a real deal. I, I'm a fairly outgoing guy, and mm -hmm. I think I, I hope all of you will see that. I'm, I'm a, I'm a fun-loving guy. I mm -hmm. make, lo uh, make fun of people all the time. I make love all make the time as well. <laughs> but I make fun of people all the time. But depression's a real thing. And so um, there's nothing wrong yeah. with being nice to people all the time because you don't know what they're going through. And yeah. the other thing, the final thing I'm just going to say out of this because it's been – uh, somewhat sad and <clears throat> conversation, but is uh, counseling is not um, an admission that you're you're uh, a, a, a fail. Counseling is uh, a, a, is an admission that you need help. And if you were had a cold or you had a broken arm, you would go see a doctor. Mm -hmm. And if you need help working through something, uh, counseling is a very real thing. So, um, I. I had not done counseling before, and I figure my I consider myself a fairly well put together mentally and mm -hmm. all that person. Uh, and the fact that I haven't been going to counseling my entire life is a ridiculous statement because uh, uh, having somebody you can talk to about your stuff yeah. is uh, really powerful. It is. I know. I, after I was going through all my, you know life shit that I was going through for four, four years ago or so, you know, that's when I, I started doing it and it does, you know, it, it, I was kind of hesitant at first because I did want to feel like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm weak. You know, I'm a big guy. You know, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be the, you know, I look like that, the macho guy, but you know, I needed help. And honestly it was, it's been the best thing because I'm now yeah. Aaron again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it is, it's definitely, you know, it's beneficial by yeah. far. Um, so if anybody out there is listening to us who was there involved or you just want to talk. I'd love to hear. Yeah. I mean, reach out to us. I mean, I'll answer. If it's three in the morning, you reach out to reach out to me, you know, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll respond. It, 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 it doesn't matter. But like you, I think we both use humor in really shitty situations to, yeah. you know, get past that. Because like you said, you know, it's not funny, but, you know, here's some funny things. I'm the same way. You know, I can find humor in damn near anything. So when you finally got back and, you know, find, you know, hugged you, let's have a cigar. And you sat down in the chair. I'm like, man, you're a big dude. How in the hell did he miss you? <laughs> I'm quick like a cat. <laughs> quick like a cat. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that I can, you know, yeah. humor you a little bit on, on such a, I mean, honestly, a, a life changing scenario that, yeah. that did happen. But, you know, that's. That's where I'm. I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad you're on the show now, and Thank you. and everything like that. So it's strange because now there, there's this new community of friends that I have that were there, and mm -hmm. we're we're actually going out in, uh, I think, four weeks to go see Jason Aldean in Vegas, and it's billed as his return to Vegas, and we're going yeah. out with some friends out there, and I'm sure that'll be emotional and mm -hmm. it'll be uh, nice. We have not seen Jason. We tried to see him 
two weeks later here in Little Rock, and that could not have been a bigger mistake. You're just going uh, too soon. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're really looking forward to that. Um, it's uh, it's going to be fun. So uh, we are we're one of those things. It's uh, it's uh, it was a, it was a changing event, but I feel like we're stronger coming out of it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I do want to uh, you know close that that cigar from from Garrett in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's one of those things that cigars are amazing at doing. I love the fact that that moment where I'm being very introspective and Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about everything that happened and all those people impacted and that cigar was the moment, was the ritual that Mm -hmm. allowed that to really go. And I, I think I I love the, the companionship that comes with cigars, but I also love the ritual that comes with cigars. It felt very felt very a very important ritual to me mm-hmm. to close that moment to note the moment happened to 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 note the significance of the moment that it happened in the and to 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 really uh to note its importance in my personal yeah, life yeah so. and i mean that, and that's what you know cigars do like you said that's what this community does yeah. um i've always said you know cigars bring me back to zero that's it, it brings me back to that even playing field, I'm even killed no matter how bad of a day it is. Yep. You know, if you know, if it's, it's work or relationship or anything, finances, whatever. You know, you have the cigar. You're at least brought. It, it brings me. Per, I mean, personally, brings me back down to zero, and then I can. All right, where do I? Where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? Hundred yep. percent. I yep. could not agree more. Well, I know that would was. I don't want to say I don't want to know. I know that was, you know, hard and difficult for you to, to share that. And I appreciate it. And mm. I do love you too, buddy. And I'm, I appreciate that. I'm glad you're here. And now no. we can. You know, Thank fuck. <laughs> now we can pick on each other for, <laughs> yes, right. for many weeks to come. The Royals still have Mike Matheny as the manager. Oh, I want to remind you of want, that. I don't want to talk about that. So we can't end the show with that. Let's talk about some of your favorite cigars that you, yeah. you know. You really like? Uh, let's go. You know, five or so, whatever. Just ones that you sure. you really like. We know Tatawahe is on there. Sure. What's some other ones? So I like uh, all cigars that I pick up and light on fire. So oh, I just yeah. let me that, say, that the light on fire cigars. <laughs> no, I um, so uh, I like in all seriousness. Um, I'm not a big fan of light cigars, so uh-huh. I'm just going to say, other than that, um, I do like smoking the rainbow. So I like smoking a lot of cigars. Okay. Um, there's days that I'll walk in here and I'll say. Um, like tonight, I walked in and said, "Give me something new." And I smoked the bride. I said, "I, I big, I do like variety." Mm-hmm. Um, but you're asking me, you know, just the top five areas. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the Perdomos. And okay, Nick does a, f- a fabulous job, and I, I mm-hmm. want to talk about why Perdomos are really one of my go-to brands. Okay, Nick's brands are easy to understand. Mm-hmm. He makes them very accessible mm-hmm. to. Experienced cigar smokers, new cigar smokers, people who want, I know what I'm getting. I know that I'm going to enjoy it. I know it's going to burn perfectly. Uh I know that I'm going to get what I expect, and it's going to be really enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Nick does a remarkable job. Um, I'm a big Nick Perdomo fan. He's very prideful in the product that he produces. And you can see that with with what what he, you know, brings brings to the shop. That is actually factually accurate that he's very prideful. And he should be. Yeah. Because what he does is he produces a very consistent mm-hmm. and reliable product, which goes to my second fa- favorite, one of my other favorites, which is Padrones. Okay. Now, I don't smoke enough of the Padrones. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I just don't pick up enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the same reason, 
consistent. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. It's full body. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, it's, it, it, there's not a lot of variability in there, mm-hmm. but um, you know what you're getting. You yeah. pick up a, a, a Padrone 4000 Maduro, you got it. Right? Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah. Um, and I like that. Um, uh, so it, it's it's reliable. It's all those things. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the Jaime Garcias. Okay. Um, it hits my palate perfectly. Okay. And <laughs> I smoke a ton of them. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of three boxes at home that I bought from you guys. <laughs> They're in my humidors at home. I, I love those cigars. I'm probably going to list 15 cigars. So the top five, really, you're giving me. Yeah, more, yeah. It's, right, it's, it's, r- five it's plus. roofless, right? <laughs> you know the good thing? It's our show. We can do right. whatever we want. Um, so, so I really like those. Um, the <clears throat> the Tatawais, for sure, mm-hmm. super strong. Mm-hmm. Love them to death. Mm-hmm. The product is um, there's a lot of variety in there, surprisingly, in the strong. Um, the Senators and State stuff, one of the things I like mm-hmm. is you have no idea what you're yeah, smoking. Yeah, yeah. You just pick it up and go, wow, it's got a green band. Yeah. So have you cracked into this year's No, I have not. So I've only smoked one of it. Um, it was really good. Wish I knew what it was. <laughs> I'm still smoking the first five. I have five five-packs from last year, and as well as a Christmas thing, and I'm uh-huh. still smoking the first five-pack from the last Pete-mas? year. The Peatmas? Yeah, I still haven't smoked the Peatmas okay. from last year, but I still have five five-packs because he sold some of the extras from mm-hmm. last year, and I'm still smoking last year, and I need to bring you in some of those. Um, so I like that. Um, I like, uh, you know, the funny part is I, I like some individual cigars mm-hmm. of, of a lot of different things. Um, my absolute favorite um, cigar is the Fuente Inejo. Okay. And so you you know this. Oh yeah. So um, and I think we share the same size that we like also, don't we? I I um I like the uh, I like the long the uh, the, the, the triple eight the triple eight pen, the pencil looking one. Yeah. Yes, that's my favorite of them. Yeah, that, although, that, that is mine as well. Um, the others are a strong one A, mm-hmm. um, and we didn't get them in the shop in Springfield until I left. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the last year I was there, we got, we got two boxes because the, the rumor was the other shop was having troubles. The other shop had been a Fuente dealer since like, uh, like the 1800s, I think. Mm-hmm. And so they got all of the Fuentes and I had when I was just a customer of both shops, I would go in and he wouldn't limit the number you could buy. And mm-hmm. he sold them for like 13 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. Which was cheap yeah. for for Anejos. and I would say, "Can I? How many of these can I buy?" And he would say, "You can buy the entire box." How many and can I, he hold? Right, and I say, "You mean the entire box?" And he'd go, "Yeah, the entire box." And I'd say, "Well, I'll take all four of these boxes because he had four boxes." Mm-hmm. And so I have a lot of those, um, some in my humidor at home that I need to bring in that I've had for a long time, um, and I need I need to start smoking those. I've heard Steve, who I don't take advice from Steve. <laughs> and I want to be clear on that. There's no time when I've ever taken advice from Steve, <laughs> even if I've accidentally done what he's told me to do, mm-hmm. including putting a lighter in my heat locker here, which is a bad idea. You should never do that. <laughs> um, and remind me to put my lighter back in the and locker. And put it back in the locker. Yeah, make, sure, <laughs> right. make sure you do that. Um, but um, my favorite all-time cigar uh, is the Añejo Fuente. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a lot of people talk about Cuban cigars and all of that. And mm-hmm. I, my answer is Cuban cigars, fine. I've smoked my share. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think personally mm-hmm. 
that Cuban cigars, I don't know that they've fallen. I don't think that's, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's true or not. Cause yeah. I didn't smoke Cuban cigars in the sixties back when they were in their prime in yeah. the seventies and the fifties. But I personally think that the non-Cuban cigars have risen so much mm-hmm. that I would, I would put the Inejo and some of the other cigars up against any Cuban that I've smoked recently yeah. and, and find it uh, winning. Yeah, I, I'm now, I know others disagree with me, and that's fine. And I know cigar aficionado would find that heresy. I get that. Yeah, and, and palates differ because there's P, Doug, Dougie Fresh and I go in there, and he picks out cigars for me, and I say I don't like that cigar, mm-hmm. and he but he does, and I like another one. And I know you guys like the Johnny Tobacco Nut, and mm-hmm. I like it fine, but I don't like it as much as you do, mm-hmm. um, and that's fine. Palates, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, um, but I think the Anejo is better than any Cuban I've ever smoked. That is that is a good one. Um, you know, I, I picked up a few when I was up in KC. Uh, I was looking around. I was like, ooh, that, that is the eight 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 is my yeah. The and when I mean, size. I love that size. I love that one. And uh, you know, I I'm buying all this stuff. I'm like, all right, well, I gotta give that one for Mark. Yeah, that one. I gotta give that one for Doug. You did and, give me one of them. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Yeah, I, oh, man, I love that that triple and just I love that size, that shape. Um, and then just the flavor you get off that one, it is. It is it's almost a Lancero, and I know it's not. Yeah. But it, it it has that that sort of flavor profile where you get a lot of the, that beautiful wrapper that mm-hmm. is there, and mm-hmm. I love that. And honorable mention is, and I know, I don't know that you've been to Casa Fuente yet, but if you ever get out to Casa Fuente, getting their house, their house blend, yeah, the, the Casa Fuente out there, yeah. and it's it's a special place to me because I've spent so many days out mm-hmm. there. Um, it's a cigar you can only get there. I've seen it in other shops as well, and and I like that cigar. It's not nearly as good as the Fuente, the the Añejo, I think, but mm-hmm. because of where you are and what you're there, and and, yeah. and the people who are there, that shop is. And I think there's a lot of great cigar shops in Vegas, and Vegas is very special to me. I got married out there. Yeah, uh, as I jokingly say, I've been married out there and and, and shot at out there now. <laughs> so um and and so. Uh, um, you know, obviously that cigar is, is, is an honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. If, if nothing else, just because um, I heard Steve tell you that the mojitos are out there are fabulous, and they they are fabulous. But uh, the Hemingway, Hemingway, the Hemingway. So I've, I've only wants. been to Casa Fuente once. Um, you know, when me and Mo travel out there to see her parents, you know, we always, you know, family is the first aspect. You know, see all them. Hundred percent. Get all, all family them. first. But I, I always always try if I can break away. I mean, their hours they they close they do close up fairly early um, for Vegas. They for close Vegas. up ridiculously. See, I, and early. I think the first time when I went out there, I went there for business trip, so I just happened to I had an off day, so I was there you know all damn day. Yeah. Um. But I was thinking, okay, you know, everybody's going to bed. You know, I'll take an Uber to Caesars. It's you know midnight or whatever. Check the time. Like, oh, they close it like. Midnight. Yeah. It's like midnight. Yeah. Which like in Vegas, which in real time is like three in the afternoon everywhere else. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, that is, that is a good shop and good and good, good cigar and everything. But what I have noticed is I think four of the five that you said, Nicaraguan, which were both big Nicaraguan finds. Uh, So yeah, we we share, you and I share a lot of the same palettes and everything. But the one good thing about this show is that we smoke everything. And there's, and there's, and there's stuff that, I didn't think I would like or enjoy as much as I actually have. And it's, you know, this is, I don't want to say broaden my horizons because I've smoked everything in that humidor, you know, two, three times over. And it's not a, you know, it's not a small humidor. It's a good, there's, it is jam full. It is, there's seven, 800 different facings in there. Um, But I'm finding stuff that I, I didn't think I would enjoy smoke for the show. And then 
you know, the following week. Yeah, <laughs> I'm smoking it again and everything. Yeah. I heard you guys talking about Connecticut the other day. One of my surprise mm -hmm. that I really like that is surprising to people is I love the uh, Oliva Connecticut. Yeah. It's got a lot of flavor. It's mm -hmm. a Connecticut, yeah. um, but it's really, really good. And, and I found that you guys, I was listening to the um, Brandon and Josh show where you guys were talking about the Ten Commandments and, mm -hmm. and Brandon was talking about the Again, from, from Jacob. Yeah, and I thought that was a great show. And so, um, but he was talking about the high primings. And, you know, Connecticut's, I find a lot of the work they're doing on that very fascinating because they're getting more flavor into those Connecticut They cigar. are. And I think that's really a good step because there's no reason that a light cigar has to be flavorless. Just air, yeah. Right, and so I, I thought that was, and I think the Oliva Connecticut is one of those that doesn't. Mm -hmm. um, a couple, uh, just, just a couple of Vegas stories. Um, we're... I heard you talking about Dick Buckus the time you were there. So <laughs> yes, I'm, a, I'm a huge Bear fan. So I'm a Chicago fan except for the St. Louis Cardinals. And we'll, we can tell that story later. But uh, I'm sitting in, in – uh, so they know I'm a huge Bear fan. So I'm sitting there. Dick Buckus was signing autographs. He came across and uh, got a coffee and sat right next to me and, uh, and for about 20 minutes. And I didn't say a word. Were, were you like – were you fanboy on the inside, though? <clears throat> um, I'm terrified. <laughs> and so he walks back, and they give a hard time. And I said, how come you didn't talk to Dick Buckus? And I said, because I'm a Bear fan, and I was afraid he was going to close hang me. He said, I know how tough that man is. Yeah. I know how tough he is. I'm not messing with that guy unless yeah. he talks to me. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to talk to so, him. So when I met him, I, I was. I was sitting at Fuente. He's right across diagonal. There's that little uh, that, that sports, sports, sports memorabilia yeah. store. He was doing a signing and everything. And I went over there. I was like, you know what? I want to go meet him. That dude looked like he could still suit up and play. He's, he's, he's six one maybe six foot six two mm -hmm. um i know how bad his knees are mm -hmm. i mean i know how tough he is um i'm not messing with that guy no. he's, first of all he's a legend and um he deserves respect mm -hmm. and as a bear fan i'm going to show him the ultimate respect um so um but yeah i i know how tough he is i'm not messing with yeah. that guy <laughs> i'm a big guy but i'm not messing with yeah him. yeah um so yes yeah all right um so we're coming up to the end of these uh, of the cigars and everything i'm just you know getting to the the last third and everything um man what a great little not only say little cigar because this is a you know a good size is the the what was i what i say the uh, five it was a five and seven eighths by 52 i believe something like yeah, that that's about right. um really really good um if you're sh if your b&m has it definitely pick one up West End, we have them, unless Mark buys them all and smokes them all. I promise um, not to buy all of them. <laughs> but it, it's it's got a blue it's got a blue uh, band on it. It just says Monster in red, Tetuaje in white. Um, that's the that's the Chuck. Um, I, I'm a really really big fan of the Monster line. Yeah. Um, I think everybody has their their favorite Monster line that they have. Um, there's ones that I don't like as much, but they're still good. Yeah. But the Chuck one is definitely up there of the of the monster series that I really do enjoy. So when I saw that they were coming this out in the full series, full line, I didn't even know that we were getting them. And then, you know, I come in here one day and it was either Josh or Doug that was like, Hey, look what we got. I was like, Oh my god. It's like, Oh uh, yeah, I need to take some of these right now. Yeah. And it was uh really good. So I'm I'm glad we're smoking this one. Uh, this one tonight and flavor wise it's 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 robust the whole way through it's not overpowering has just enough of that that richness that spice that you want um you do get a lot of that that roastiness i guess that little earth but just has that really nice flavor throughout the whole cigar 
Yeah, I, I think of it as earthy richness. Mm-hmm. That's the richness is the word I use. Um, and uh, I definitely get it. Uh, the one thing I like about um, this cigar, and I've had it consistently on all that I've smoked recently, is uh, it finishes nice. Yes. Doesn't get uh, tough at the end. Some mm-hmm. cigars do. Mm-hmm. This one is really nice finisher. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I enjoy this cigar a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the bright earlier, and it um, while it is one A, mm-hmm. um, it was nice. And uh, the Monster series in particular with Tatawai is a is a really nice mm-hmm. addition to the Tatawai line. Uh, Pete does a, a fantastic job yeah. in in providing a lot of different options mm-hmm. for. Um, and I don't want to call them a smaller brand because I don't think that's fair anymore. Um, yeah, they I have know, a it, lot of options. They do. I mean, technically, I guess they're still boutique ish, but they're like. But they are. I mean, they. He does his brand so well. I mean, he does everything that he's making. It's just, I get so excited. You know, reading a new article, either in you know aficionado or journal or half wheel or wherever, and seeing like, okay, he's he's doing this blend. It'll be out on the market whenever. It's one of those ones like, all right, I got to circle the calendar on that one when we're getting that because I'll definitely be smoking it. You know, that day or whatever. But uh, he yeah. does a good job of delivering on what he promises. He does. Yeah. He does a really good job of keeping that that, that line mm-hmm. uh, full and 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 delivering on it. Yeah, he d- he doesn't oversell and un- under deliver. No. Nope. I mean, he, he uh, if anything, he undersells and over delivers because yeah. it's just everything he makes is just really really spectacular. Uh, ding for Steve, just so you know, I know you're listening. I'm gonna steal your words. Not gonna say that word. That's <laughs> yours. You can take that now. Um, it is. It is really good. So definitely um, come by here, West End Cigars. Pick some up. Like I said before, Mark smokes them all. Yeah. Um, so now we're to your favorite part of the show. This from- is, um, so yes, <laughs> those who remember me from uh, episode 10 remember yeah. that I said, I do not like this. And the, But uh, because we're, we're partners now, yeah. I'm going to enter this with an open heart and mind and participate. Um, I... My problem with this is these are outlandish. Like, uh, you know, there's no way Cheese Whiz <laughs> is going to shoot out of my eyeballs. But but um, we're going to do this, and I'm going to participate. I, you know, Dougie Fresh is, just for the record, just to set the record straight, Dougie Fresh is the best at this because he he really gets into this with his whole heart. Uh-huh. But I'm going to play. I'm going to play along full spirit. So I mean, one of the be- one of the my favorite things that when me and Mo travel is, you know, we just we always just do the. We make our own and everything. Really? Yeah, we love it. I mean, it's she comes up with some weird stuff. Like if there needs to be a like second edition to this game, um, Mo should write it. Yeah, she should actually wow. pick hmm. it up and do it because she will kick, she will you know knock it out of the park. So I I, I know you don't like the real outlandish stuff. No, we'll do um, whatever you want. So I found I'm one in. that was, I found one that was pretty outlandish. Okay, good. <laughs> Just Let's for you. Let's fully commit. Let's you know, go. You know, we're gonna we're gonna go all the way out on this one. Now you actually get to enjoy this one. <laughs> awesome. All right. Million dollars. It's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Every time you get lost or need directions, it hails medicine balls for two hours. So if I get lost or need directions. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is just so you aware that this is what I do for a living is I clarify <laughs> things. Um, so I oh, Mr. Analytical oh, now. Right, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, so I assume that that, de- so if I get GPS, does that count? 
You know, I think we've I all been we've to the we, entire we've been I've been lost even with GPS before. Oh, I get lost so, all the time with GPS. Yeah, I'm going to say yeah, even if you get lost or if you need directions. So I'm going to say if I need GPS, if, if you have to put the address in GPS, you need directions. And so it would just hail. It, it would hail medicine balls for two hours. So understanding that hail is ice. Well, okay, rain, rain down medicine balls for two hours. So at some point we would have just sort of thinking through this, I would have about ten feet of medicine balls on the ground. <laughs> so it become. I mean, medicine balls were heavy. I mean, the oh, one medicine balls. Yeah. So I was thinking little cotton balls. No, like medicine balls, medicine like balls. like the workout balls. I mean, like the ones at my gym, they range from like eight pounds to twenty five pounds. Okay, fair enough. I misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I misread no. analytical. Because um, that no, that's got to be a no. Because basically, that would be just in the just. I would assume the localized area. Uh-huh. So I would either have to drive really fast so that it would be it would be behind me, but I probably couldn't. So no, I would assume it'd have to be a no because you would, we would basically make, be on transport. I'd be I wouldn't be able to drive places. Well, and you'd make life living hell for everybody else around you. <laughs> I'm a nice guy, but I'm not that nice. Guy. Yeah. I mean, really. You know what? I, I think it's got to be a no. I yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to probably go no as well, just because I mean, if you get hit on the head with a medicine ball, it's two pounds coming from the sky. Yeah. It's gonna hurt. I mean, I don't have any brain, so it's not gonna be a concussion, but. <laughs> But um, I think that's got to be a no. Yeah. I mean, even if it was in a car, you destroy your car. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just... Which you, is most of the time I'm lost. I'm in my car. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a solid no for me, I think, too. It's yeah. Just, that, 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 you know, it's like a, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. I don't know if you'd be able to dodge uh, medicine balls being raining if from the sky. If you could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Yeah. Yeah, from, from dodgeball. Oh, I didn't watch that. You've never watched dodgeball? I don't watch movies. Oh, what the hell? What kind of partner do I have now? You have a you have a partner who doesn't watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna ha- okay when we get done with uh, with the uh, Star Wars night yeah. up here, we're gonna have to you know do. So I think we're watching Star Wars right at the moment. Um, probably yeah. We're watching Star Wars. We just watched it. The last one, which we watched. Uh, we just watched uh, Rogue, Rogue Rebel, One. Rogue One. That yeah, was great. yeah. So the next one up in the list, we're doing chronological order. Um, Mo's never watched them before, so she's coming in blind. And I always like it. So we get done, and we're like, me, you, Patty, D. You know, we're all humped. We're all like humped. We're all pumped up. We're like, yeah, Star Wars. And she's like, what? I don't I believe last time what? she asked, when does Spock come in? <laughs> when and then right after that, I yelled Rebellion, and we bumped chests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's been so, great. It has been great. You know what else has been great? It's tonight. This has been a lot of fun, Aaron. As, yeah. as always, uh, I enjoy talking to you, uh, whether there's a mic in front of us or not. Yeah. So. But now we're just going to, you know, everybody's going to hear the nice little stories and tidbits of, <laughs> of what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm frightened to, to, to know what they're going to learn about us. <laughs> Prepare yourselves. <laughs> um, but again, we're smoking the Tatuaje Chuck um, Monster Edition. Yeah, pick one of these up. These are a winner. Uh, definitely, yeah. Pick them up here. Pick them up your local B and M. Reach out to us. Um, like, subscribe, um, support CRA. I want to start, you know, pimping that out a little bit. CRA more. is super important. We're, we're both involved in CRA. Yep. Um, legislation is being passed right now that sucks for us. Yep. Um, you know, support them so we 
you know, we support them, you support them, and they, you know, they help, they help support us as well. Um, so again, thanks. This has been fun. Thank you, number, man. This n- has been a lot of fun. Yeah, number one is in the books, and many, many more to go. Sounds great. All right. Four mark. I'm in. Later.